Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Hey, hey, yo! Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Elite Life Podcast. But you know that you're already because you're here. Um, I'm just excited because our friend Jamie's here today. Hi. We're so glad you could stop by and just share your experiences and everything that you've learned and just pour the knowledge out on everybody listening. Oh, that feels like a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. It's like I said, you're just going to come over. We're going to have a chat. We're going to talk about your life, learn some things, share some stuff, then we'll let you go home. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we promise. It'll be nice and easy and super fun. Um, well, I'm and super just, excited. Yeah, yeah. Um, just so our listeners kind of can can uh, feel the love and, and feel like they know you a little bit, why don't you talk about um, what got you started in real estate? Where did you start? Where'd you come from? Tell us a little bit about you. Um, actually another realtor, when I bought my first house, that is when I realized I could be a real estate agent. Um, and I talked to them and they literally just got me into it. Like they gave me the class, they wanted me to do it. And I worked with them for a while until I moved and now I'm back in Michigan. So, okay. So you started in Michigan. Where'd you move to? How'd you come back? Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, South Carolina. Um, so I'm also licensed down there in Georgia and South Carolina. Um, I was gone for eight years and I came back for love. Oh, <laughs> that is so sweet. So you actually have three different states then. You said Georgia, South Carolina and Michigan. I do. And That's I'm awesome. My goal this year is to get my Florida one as well. Okay. So. so tell us a little bit, because a lot of our listeners are here in Michigan. Um, tell us a little bit about maybe some of the differences between doing real estate in Michigan and doing real estate down in Florida or Georgia or South Carolina. Well, Florida, I don't know about, but Mich or South Carolina and Georgia, the one thing that I've noticed personally, and I don't want to speak for other agents because business is different between each agent, but it's a little slower Okay. Um, it's not quite as aggressive and cutthroat as what I've noticed in Michigan. So <laughs> it was a big change to come back and, you know, and especially in this market. So. Yeah. Did you find that like even life in general was a little slower oh, yeah. though? Yeah. Like yeah. it's just kind of everybody's a little more laid back because you get a little more vitamin D. <laughs> I mean, I would think so. People are out a little more. Um, I don't want to say they're happier because they're not. Maybe I'm a little happier. This winter was hot tough for me right um yeah I don't know just yeah. a little slower pace <laughs> sorry um no it's cool and you have a team down there so tell us a little bit about um mentoring your team from afar and how that's kind of worked for you and what kind of you have planned to do next with it or what's worked what hasn't worked so the biggest thing with having being away and working was having a partner that I completely trusted to work with that I can actually walk away a little bit from the real estate deal. I'm more on the back end when I help people um, in a lot of a transaction. So I do a lot of the writing of the offers. Okay. Um, but with I have another agent down there that we work with and she does the writing of the offers, turns it into the back office. Chris has already done all that. So very comfortable in trusting him to actually deal with the in-person stuff and me on the back end. 
Nice, nice. And I know um, one of the sponsors of our shows is Stars Academy, and I know you have got to work with Stars Academy online. You want to talk a little bit about that and how that can be helpful to agents um, that are interested in getting in multi-states and supporting their team and things like that? Um, I just think there's a ton of great resources on Stars Academy. Um, It's really helped me go deeper into my business and use those tools to further it and I just I don't I haven't seen anything down there that's like that and I just think it's an awesome tool to teach people kind of give people motivation and like these little things like getting on Facebook doing the videos um, they're important when it comes to your business and that's not really pushed down I mean it is but not in the sense that stars gives you the detail to do it right Yeah, absolutely. And I would say too, especially with the social media, because if you're not down there, you can't necessarily be door knocking and door hanging and doing all those things. So being able to still be a presence on social media and say, if you're in South Carolina, I'm writing an offer right now in, you know, XYZ city and stuff like that. And as soon as I did it, like the class, Mm -hmm. I called a ton of people at my office down there and I'm like, you need to do this. I even brought it to my broker and if she's listening I'm sorry um she you know they have their own training programs that they would like us to go through so Mm -hmm. yeah so and I love that you said that because everybody kind of needs to hear that like even if you have a training program at your brokerage because we know a lot of the big boxes do have it the things that are in Stars Academy are so so different than anybody else teaches you. Like you mentioned, social media and resources of using how to design your postcards and where to order them from and how to fiver things out. Like, hey, when I was doing that listing training, I'm like, we don't have degrees in marketing and graphic design. So here are listing agent resources of how to get that done and work smarter, not harder. And these people will do it. Like I fivered out two ads the other day, one for Stars Academy, one for Elite Realty. And it was $14. So for $14, I got to save myself two days of work. And that's, you know, we don't have, I didn't know about any of that, Mm -hmm. to be honest, till you gave it the other day. I had no clue what Fiverr was, never heard of it, nothing. So the one thing that I noticed about Stars Academy that, that I didn't get at the other brokerage I was with before Elite Realty was business. Like they taught you how to write an offer, you know, and things like that, but they didn't teach you how to set up your business, Mm -mm. how to be a business person. And for anybody coming into real estate from a different field who's never owned their own business, you're like, what do I do now? You're like Ricky Bobby when he's giving his first interview. He's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like there's, you're, yeah. you're like, where do I go? What do I do? And that's what, that's what Stars Academy puts the, like you said, the tools and the resources in people's hands to start it themselves. Yeah. And that's what I love about, I hate seeing new agents fall through the cracks, especially ones that you just see the potential and you just want them to explode and you can't wait. And then, then they're frustrated. I, mean, I spent a lot of time sitting at home like, okay. I've called people. I have no one else to call. I've done my Facebook and I guess I'll just watch TV for the rest of the day. (laughs) And talk about some of the success you've had since you have done it because I know I did a team shout out for you recently and um, that was because you've been doing amazing. So talk a little bit about that. Um, Very excited. I've set some pretty big goals for myself this year. I wasn't really sure with it my first year in Michigan if I was going to hit that goal. Um, and even some big ones for down south because $4 million for myself, not for my team, just myself, 
that's a lot for not being there, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I forgot the question. <laughs> Talk about your success since you've done Stars Academy and been in Michigan. So it's just, it's given me more direction and things to do during the day and realizing that, you know, business is not just writing contracts all day, showing houses. Um, my hardest thing was realizing that social media, um, doing the videos, prospecting, it doesn't have to feel like work. And so I don't do it because it doesn't feel like work. That was what I was doing. It's like, oh, I'm not working. I'm on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's given me that focus so I can put it towards my actual business. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be organized. I'm so sick of living this chaotic lifestyle where it's I don't know what I'm doing yeah real estate or feel like I don't know what I'm doing real estate can get very chaotic if you don't if you're not organized that's what I loved about like follow-up boss when I you know joined up with you is you know you have all these leads and you have all these people your friends and family and like if you don't have a CRM and you're using Google spreadsheets like god I'm, I pray for you every day if that's what you're doing <laughs> seriously I'm like I have no idea how to do an excel like I'm not very good with excel so I just I never did it. And so my marketing never, it went untouched, Mm -hmm. you know, financial went untouched. I would spend all my commission checks and then be broke and have to fight for another listing or buyer. And it's like, I saw, I saw a meme on Facebook once and it rang so true. I just, I laughed so hard. It said, no one is more financially irresponsible than an, a real estate agent who just got a big fat commission. Oh, that's so <laughs> true. It is. It's so Because you get, you know, you get, it's not like the same where you're like, okay, I got my $800 this week. I got my $800 this week. It's like, I just got a $5,000 check. Yeah. 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 And then poof. I'm going to go buy a Peloton. Right. I know. <laughs> well, and then the higher the real estate, the the more it gets like that, right? Like I got, when I closed Westchester, I got 17 grand and I was like, y'all want to go to Jamaica? Right. <laughs> right. It wasn't like anything practical. It was like, you guys, let's go to Jamaica in July. This will be fun. I'm putting a down payment on a Learjet today. Right. Right. And, and I talk about that all the time though. And that's one of the things I love about real estate is I feel like you you can dream as big as you want because you can make those things happen. Like I legitimately was talking with my friend Brian Fullerton. Shout out to Brian Fullerton. Um, he got us into the podcasting game. <laughs> and we were talking about a private jet because he asked me to come and speak at um, this marriage conference that they do. It's called Together in the Trades. And it's all about entrepreneurs. So this would be something you guys might like too. Um, entrepreneurs who bring their spouses in on the journey of doing business, whether it be in partnerships or in supporting roles or things of that nature or at home, um, and how you kind of come together and support each other. And I want to, and the date of the event, like I already had committed to something in the morning and I was like, all right, like I checked all of the airports and I'm like trying to figure out how I can do this event in the morning and then fly into um, Nashville and speak at your event and then fly out. And I'm like, when are we all going in on this private like legitimately I feel like we have enough people together and we obviously need it for these events that we're speaking at so like when are we doing this and he's like all right let's sit down and like game plan and I'm like I am game planning for a private jet. (laughs) 
And that's insane. And it's possible. It's yeah. right there. Like, it's not yeah. impossible. And you would never think that. Yeah. Me and Brian both grew up in trailers. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, from the trailer park to the private jet. Like, nothing is impossible. And that's, isn't it such a freeing feeling? It is. It is. And I'm just now realizing it, mm-hmm. which is scary because it's been, what, nine years in the business? So... Well, I've been in at 19, so you're doing well. Right? <laughs> we're all doing well. You're way ahead of the curve. I feel good. And and we are so young. Like I was I was just talking about on, on the last episode that we did, um, this guy's like 90 some years old. And I'm like thinking in my mind, like, oh, I just turned 40. And then I'm like, if I lived to 90, I'm not even halfway through life yet, guys. Right. Oh, you got a lot of work to do. Right. <laughs> so many things to do. So, so many We're at this age, plan. a lot of people are looking to retire. <laughs> right. And I haven't even thought thought about it. Not that I could. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was intrigued. I've started interviewing um, financial advisors. And that's like the first question they ask is like, when do you want to retire? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm going to die at a showing. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That is right. not happening. Right. I'm going to run a marathon. The day I die, I'm running a marathon. Then I'm going to sign some contracts. And then I'm going to do a showing. Then I'll go meet Jesus. Right. A good day. 100%. Good day in real estate. All right. All right. Back to Jamie. Talk to us about what you love about real estate, whether it be down south or here or just in general. I know we've been kind of talking about what we love already. But what is your favorite, favorite, favorite part? Helping people. Helping people. I mean, there's there it is. no question about it. I, you know, coming up to this interview, I thought about it a lot and I didn't have to think about it. I always came back to that. It's helping people. I mean, we get to help people do the most personal process that there is. Mm-hmm. I don't see how any other difference. I mean, buying a home is so important. So, what's your most memorable real estate deal? Oh, Lord. Um, good or bad? Does it matter? Either one. Both. Give us one of each. Um, I mean, honestly, my most memorable is probably going to be the most recent with my client putting their house back on the market right after we bought it. Oh yeah. Tell us that story. Everybody needs to hear this one. This is so, so cool. (laughs) So my, we've been looking and people think I just got this lead. We had been looking since I started in October at Elite. So it was the first lead I ever got. But anyway, so we finally found a house in January, and we got it, multiple offers, closed, and the worst thing happened that I could think of, the wife got there, and she hated it. She didn't hate it. I don't want to say, okay, it was too small. It wasn't what she wanted. It just was It's a beautiful home, and we relisted it, and they didn't want to lose any money, so... We relisted it for over asking, and now we're forty grand over what we closed at in January. Nice. And we close next week. Yeah, and so it's for those of you listening in future time. So you closed on January, um, February went by. Now it's March, and you're closing on it a second time. So in yeah. less than ninety days, you made your clients how much money? I think it's like ten thousand. Ten thousand dollars after all their costs, after, after everything. Costs everything. Yes. So from what they bought it for to what you're selling it for is how much? They bought it at four forty, and we are selling it at four eighty. Four eighty. Nice. So forty grand over what they bought it for in ninety days, and they did nothing, zero no, things. Nothing. They didn't. Never. Even... Was that your closing gift in the kitchen? I see in the photos. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, I bet that's it was in the gift. pictures of the listing. I'm like. <laughs> No, it looks super cute. I'm like, well, you know, you just yeah, leave it the there. The bottle of wine flyers. was gone. 
<laughs> that was when she walked in the house. She like grabbed it out of the basket. <laughs> I know. And this we're done. Not the one. <laughs> yep. But so. how amazing is that? So you found them a house. But they're in another one now too. And we now bought them in another. Ones. And we found them a new house as well. So, so that was a scramble for you. It's nice. Well, they might list the new one, so you might see that one coming back. Or <laughs> when you can flip the same client four times in one year, that's going to be that we have to make an award for that at Christmas. Yeah, the fabulous flipper me. award. I mean, I don't know if that's your ideal reaction though, when <laughs> a client sees a house. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, really, it turned out good for everybody, though. It's a it win-win. did. It did. I mean, they ended up not losing any money. I was so nervous about it. Um, it was my first listing in Michigan, so. Mm-hmm. Um, super nervous about them losing money and then saying bad things. Um, but they've already, you know, they're like, we're going to recommend you. They have a nephew looking and, you know, so. Well, yeah, you great made clients. them 40 grand them. without now. having to do any work. Uh, yeah. How often does that happen, right. right? Like, I think there are so many wins there, Jamie, because you you believed in, in yourself and in the process that was given to you, and you followed that process, and it was a win for you. It was a win for them. So they, sh- they should be, like, praising you on every social media outlet, right? Like this girl is amazing. She was able to get us this home in a market where nobody's getting offers accepted. And then she was able to resell it right. for 40 grand above and get us a new home that she could always go sell again. Yeah. Like and you're a real estate rock star, girl. Thanks. Absolutely. We were excited. Yeah. We had a full appraisal gap. So that's amazing. Yeah. And having that appraisal gap, it's like, then you don't have to stress anything. So, so that was, that was a scary moment for you mm-hmm. that you utilized your grit. So tell us a little bit about when those scary moments happen or you're, when you're having just a really stressful day, what do you do to give yourself some grace on those days? Um, I really, re- it's a struggle for me. Um, I'm very hard on myself. I've always been that way and I'm slowly getting out of that, but I mean, I really just try to put things in perspective. Like I go back to my vision board. I'll go back to like, I have a whiteboard with my sales on it, my goals on it. And it's like, okay, here you are. Like this is, and I learned a lot, even with that deal. There's things up here that I would have done differently and I will do differently next time. So I was excited about it. Yeah. So you said two things in there I love. Number one, your vision board, because that is so important. And I talk about it a lot. And I have mine in my office. And I love that you are also following that and keeping it in front of you and watching yourself achieve those things. It is. It's in my, there's not a ton on it because I didn't know what I wanted at the time. But um, yeah, I know. It's great. I love it. It's right in my office. Both boards are right behind me. All I got to do is turn around and look at them. Yeah. Which is oddly enough, it's turning away from the TV. I love it. There Even better. And I think that that's, that's something to be said too, that it's okay to not know exactly what you want. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we are always changing and I think that we're always raising the bar too, which is what has been a common theme throughout this where like, for example, this house, when I first came in this house, it felt so, so big. And now I'm like, now I've lived here for a while and I'm like, eh, it's regular. And now I look at, you know, multi-million dollar homes and I'm like oh that's where we're gonna go next and so you keep being able to raise that bar and sometimes it is definitely okay to put on your vision board something that you have no idea how you make it happen like I put speaking on stage in front of a group and then randomly one Sunday a guy calls me and says come speak at my event and I'm like 
well, that's crazy. <laughs> it's weird when things happen like that. It's because you put it out there, though. You yeah. put it out there. Yep, yep. So you have to. You have to build that vision board. You got to put the stuff on there, even if you have no idea how you're going to get there. Um, you know, I have a girl on there doing yoga that has, has, in my mind, has the ultimate peace and joy in her heart. So. She We're doesn't practice real estate. <laughs> <laughs> she practices yoga, not real estate. She practices estate. yoga. Yes, 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 yes. So um, kind of switching gears back to stars. So we had talked about recently perhaps you doing, in addition yes. to the Stars Academy classes, talk a little bit about that and what you may be teaching us. So that is one difference from the South is we close with attorneys. Um, okay. I personally prefer it that way. There is a lot less liability on the realtor because they deal with the title companies. They deal with um, the special assessments and stuff like that. So it doesn't get missed. It's a second set of eyes on something we have to do. Um, And they're helpful. Like, they're super helpful. So they deal with the lenders, the title company, and then us. And we deal with them. Nice. So it's really nice. There's less, you know, going around. But... I mean, that's really only the difference. It's all the same when you sit at the closing table. The lender still has to fund it. We're still signing all the documents. It just takes that liability away from us. Well, I am super excited to watch this class because I didn't know any of that stuff. And I feel like Michigan could have that too because that takes so much stress off of the realtor, like you said. Yeah. And I feel like people wouldn't – there would be less, like, questions, right, because you have an attorney there saying this is X, Y, Z, right? And, you know, naturally, they know more about that part of our business than we do because that's what they study as an attorney, that specific part, not the whole realm. Nice. All right. So you didn't know about this question, pop quiz. Don't get stressed out. (laughs) If you could tell your month one realtor self something, what would you tell her? Oh, my God. Consistency. So I've always thought balance was my problem, balancing my personal life and my professional life. But I'm realizing that the reason my life is so out of balance is because of lack of consistency. Mm -hmm. So it was it's really hard not to feel the fruit of your labor. And you don't in the beginning. You just don't at all. It's you don't get that lead right away. You're doing the smaller business. The checks are a little smaller, but you just got to keep going and naturally you progress to that. I love, oh my gosh, that is so good because I think everybody is looking for life balance and exactly what you said. Right. It is consistent, consistency. You'll get it. Right. Right. I mean, if I was sitting at my desk from eight to five every single day, it would be easier to shut my phone off at the end of the night. But I spend so much time thinking about what I have to do instead of actually doing what I have to do that I waste so much energy. Yeah. I'm just, oh, you got a prospect today. I feel you there. I start at 8 a.m. telling myself I have to do it, and then I do it at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) And it's like, ah, I would have just done it at 10 when I wanted to. Right. Um, Anything else you'd like to just tell the world before we wrap up here? No, that's too much. I have no idea. <laughs> Not I the have world. no idea. All right, Kylie, anything you got, friend? No, I'm just super glad you were able to, you know, come by today and, and share your story with us. Definitely motivation. Um, I feel you on the consistency. And it's business and personal life consistency, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, hey, listeners, show Jamie some love. 
share this episode on whatever social platform you are on. Wherever you're listening, drop us a comment. Leave us an amazing review because you know that you love us. Mm-hmm. And come back next week for another episode of Grit, Grace, and Real Estate. Well, thank you. This was fun. Good. Bye, guys. We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.